It's the Seth Williams Show with Mike Kosoka. And here's your host, Seth Williams and Mike Kosoka. With your empty words. I'm your father, uh, Dr. Evil. I do not want to believe that, because if you really understood the situation and still kept on failing to act, then you would be evil, and that I refuse to believe. I've been frozen for 30 years, okay? For more than 30 years. Throw me a frickin' bone here. Give me a hug. Climate change when no, it's not climate change Wednesday. <laughs> uh, welcome to the the show. Hey everybody, happy Wednesday. Um, just to take care of some stuff real quick, um, Tony Masashi will be joining us around five thirty tonight. Uh, comedian Dave Landau was supposed to be on the show and has canceled uh, again. The second time that Dave uh, Landau has canceled. Uh, but I know he's got a lot of stuff going on and or probably a pimple on the ass of everything that he has to do. Um, so he will not be joining us. So we will uh, discuss all kinds of things, maybe, or whatever. But we'll have a, a couple hour, hopefully, couple hour show. And uh, so welcome and thanks for joining us. Uh, yeah. Hi, Mike. Hi, Seth. And hi to everybody at home. I feel that uh, it's pretty incumbent upon me to at least step up and say something to the dozens of you that watched us Monday. And what I have to say after an awful lot of thought is this. We are giving birth here, folks. We're giving birth to something that isn't done anywhere else in the media. You never see a show anymore where both sides sit down and go over stuff. And oh my goodness, yes, it got heated. But I will ask you to go back into the archives sometime and rewatch a David Suskind show and leave it at that. What we are trying to do is be part of a solution and not part of the problem. And believe me, if both sides in this split and divided country sat back and said, oh, my God, everything's rigged, everything's a conspiracy, everything's against us, and everybody's lying and faking it, what can we possibly do? We lost. And we're doing whatever they want us to do, exactly what they want us to do. And the question that I always get is, what do you mean by they, Michael? And I will tell you. The World Bank and NTT and some of the governments already and think tanks in Europe are instituting stuff that equates to this. Smart. Smart phones, smart cars, smart houses, smart cities, smart traffic grids, all of that stuff is actually control. Once you don't have the freedom to buy whatever you want, go wherever you want, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, then you might as well just get in line and get in the big Skinner box. And right now, as we all fight and argue over stuff that we shouldn't even be fighting and arguing over, plans are being made 
to do things like increase the number of surveillance cameras and, and uh, data collection services. I mean, take a look at what's gone on the last couple of weeks between uh, the murders in Idaho, between the Murdoch's trial, between the four people that went down to Mexico and ended up abducted and two of them killed. Every single one of those stories had cell phone data and video. If you're planning on being a criminal at home, give it up. You'll never get away with anything. There's video and data on everything everybody does. Now, if you're sitting there going, well, that has nothing to do with me. My answer to that is bullshit. Because when you try to buy something and the electronic chip that you're trying to buy something with says, no, that doesn't quite fit with your spending patterns or the amount of credit we're going to give you this year. You're going to put the card back in your wallet and go do something else. That's why I went to Seth and said, let's heal this country and wake some people up. And let's talk about the stuff and things that matter and the stuff and things that we might be able to do something about. And Seth can back me up. I was proud of the fact that we were doing this in Northeast Ohio because the people in Northeast Ohio, A, have a little bit of common sense and ethnic diversity and good food and have been tolerant and charitable. Coats for kids and the stuff that tributes to be, the money that tributes to be able to raise based on the response to an appeal from a guy like him is living proof that if democracy is being practiced in this country, the way we hope and wish and dream that it's being practiced, it's by the people in Northeast Ohio. Now, I'm not saying the governments are cool and I'm not saying everything is fine, this, that, and the other thing. But this is going to hurt and it's going to be painful. And here's my example to you. Four people went to Mexico and got abducted. Two of them got shot and killed. Does that piss you off? Does that outrage you? Does that make you say, how dare they do that to America? And oh my goodness, Biden didn't protect Americans and the border is all messed up. If it raises those kinds of thoughts, I'm fine. I'm with you. God bless. But here's the caveat. Those four people went down there for a undisclosed medical procedure. If you found out that that medical procedure had anything to do with gender altering or a sex change, would you be any less sympathetic to the victims and their families? If the answer to that is yes, I wouldn't care. They got what they deserve. They're sinning. It's in the Bible. They deserved it. If that's your attitude and it changes, you're part of the problem, not part of the solution. Getting to a point where everybody cooperates to fight the powers that be is an idea that I didn't start. But after 40 years of being on the road, 40 years of traveling every state in this union, 40 years of seeing that we're more alike than unalike and separate. I couldn't sit back and watch what's happening in this country without looking the country in the eye and saying what John F. Kennedy should have said. Ask not if your country is watching you. Ask why you 
you're not watching your country. Whether it's flat earth, whether it's climate change, whether it's January 6th or 10 topics we haven't gotten to yet, we're going to disagree. And it's going to be painful. And we're going to argue, but we're not going to fight. That's a promise. Uh, I think that's well said. I think that uh, is, is very true. I think that what happened the other night on Monday, um, if people were watching or not watching, was unfortunate. I thought that the way that it went on all sides, including my own, was probably uh, a little bit too much. Um, and I think that, you know, we do have the right to disagree and we do have the right to argue about stuff. And you and I are going to argue about stuff. There's no doubt about that. Um, we, uh, we don't see eye to eye on a lot of stuff. And God bless But you. it doesn't need to right. turn into what it did. Um, it needs to be more civil than that. Um, when we invite somebody to come on this show, I expect that you and I both will give the respect to those people. And I think that that's going to happen. And I think that for the most part, that has happened. Um, but I think that, uh, yeah, I mean, I look forward to arguing. I mean, that's one of the things I like about doing any show is I like being uh, confrontational. And I like, you know, having arguments. That's one of the things I, I love about radio and talk radio is having different opinions and being able to express them. Yep. I mean, some of the best arguments that Trev and I had, unfortunately, towards the end of uh, everything with him, was you know, talking about the vaccine and talking about something that we both really disagreed with each other on. And those turned into some great arguments. And we did disagree, and the audience was split, and there was a, there was this fighting about it, but it yeah. made it radio. Um, the unfortunate part about Monday, I thought, is that some of it was good, and then some of it was just stupid radio. Um, at the end of the day, you know, for people that say stuff about Mike, and I, I, I'm just gonna say this: Mike has been a friend since day one of this show and actually a friend long before the show. Um, Mike has been a friend of mine since the trip days and uh, will continue to be my friend. Whether we disagree on stuff or don't, he's my friend. <laughs> I mean, uh, you can say what you want, but there's people that I've worked with for 20 years that didn't uh, give a shit about me in the hospital. And didn't care about what was going on with me after I got let go from the, from the radio station. And didn't care how I was feeling after I got out of the hospital. And Mike was there. Along with people like Jim, who was on the other night, and Sandy. Who have been fantastic to me and fantastic friends and will always be my friends. And I will always be indebted to, to Jim and, and Sandy for everything that they've done for me. But Mike is my friend, arguments or not. I, I appreciate that. I really do. And I want everybody listening to do two things. Listen a little bit more to what I'm going to say and then share what you've heard tonight with somebody else. Because part of the problem, folks, is the numbers. When you only have a few hundred people paying attention and watching this show, it can be 
like a club. And it can be like a, hey, let's all reminisce and go back to the good old days. But here's the challenge to Seth and I. So help us both with this. Within the next couple of weeks, we're going national. And unless we're talking about national topics and unless we're talking about meat and potatoes issues and we're talking about stuff and things, not everybody nationally is going to even pay us a bit of attention. We are both trying to break some ground, make history by having people in California, Alaska, Hawaii, Florida, Idaho, Iowa, Maine, and New Hampshire go, oh, my God. That show's talking about both sides of an issue because that doesn't happen anywhere else. So I want this audience to be a vital part of what we're doing, too, for two reasons. One, Northeast Ohio can be the vanguard of showing people how that uh, argument is not a fight and doesn't degenerate into anything personal, but it's a good, solid argument for argument's sake that we don't give up till we get to a consensus or try to find a kernel of truth. But even more importantly, I'm as sick as Seth is of doing this show for nothing. <laughs> it's a lot of hours. It's a lot of work. And we are not going to grow our sponsorship base. And we are not going to get tens and twenties and 30, 50, 80,000s of people listening to this show. If we walk around in circles and twiddle our thumbs and get upset if, oh, well, you know, he said a bad word about that guy or he didn't say enough bad words about that guy. It ain't about any one thing, folks. It's about everything. So cut both of us a break. Sponsor the show. Go to the website. Get involved. Roll up your sleeves. At least share this show and wake everybody else up. Because we're going to get there. We're on to something that was as good an idea tonight as it was when Seth and I sat in a hospital room and made plans to do this and hatch this show together. So stick in there, stay with us, and even if things get tough, don't quit. Either that or we're going to suck and we'll be done in a month anyways and you don't have to worry about it. So there you go. There you go. Well, we'll uh, get there. <laughs> you can comment on the show if you'd like. Uh, we are back on Facebook. Um, Yay! Uh, not that I'm excited about Facebook, but I am excited to actually be back on there. I don't know. But there's, some, there's people watching on Facebook right now, so that's good. Good. Um, leave your comments, leave your messages, whatever. Um, I'm going to put the link up if you'd like to participate in the show. Um, you know, Paul Rado was able to do it the other day. I put the link up and he was able to just copy the link, paste it and come on. And it's real simple to do. In fact, he might check in later in the show. So uh, look forward to talking to him again. Let me ask a question, Seth. I'm going to go out on a limb just to ask you live. Do you think it might help if we got an old-fashioned call-in line? For the people that just want to maybe call and not have their face on. Well, you TV. don't have to. You don't have to have your face on. I mean, you can well, have tell your... them that. Some people might not know that. Just call us. Get on the air somehow. Yeah, you can still use the link and come on the show and just uh, you know not have your camera on your face. Or you can not enable your camera. You can just have your microphone on. So you can actually just talk on the show without being seen. I mean, that's fine. Um. And I get to see everything that comes on the screen when, when you call in or I don't know what you want to call it when you want to get Our, on the show. Right. So if you're sitting there naked, I can decide to put you on or not. Bingo. Um, 
if you got you know, stuff hanging out, I mean, I decide whether it's good enough to put on the show or not. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we, we encourage uh, uh, people to join the show. Uh, missed you guys. Got called back to work. Construction. We missed you too, Mayor Bill. And uh, we're actually good to be on. Uh, happy again to be back on Facebook because that was a, a long month for posting a meme. No kidding. Especially shocking. When- after right, right. that, the stuff I saw days and weeks after what you got thrown in jail for were twice as bad as anything that you did. That made yeah. no sense. And, and like, what's shocking to me is that we were on Facebook, but we were on another channel, another uh, somebody else's page the past few weeks doing a CMS page, a CMS network page, right? Uh, doing stuff on Facebook and the amount of F-bombs and stuff that was dropped last Monday. Um, and we didn't get banned for that. But we get banned for Hunter Biden hanging from a bunch of balloons in his underwear, the picture that he took. Um, it, it's shocking to me. You, if you missed Monday's show, you got to go back and listen to it. Uh, you can always tell me, us or whatever, what you think, you know, what, what you thought about the nightmare that that was Monday. Um, you know, I feel bad. I, I've talked to Jim Scott today, first time caller Jim, and talked to him about you know everything, and told him I was sorry for the way that I handled things, and I hope that Jim still listens to the show. If, you know, maybe we'll come back on at some point. And but, and if he does listen, here's the thing: I saw what was posted on YouTube at nine twenty, which is two hours after the show was over. So let's just call it even and finish the show because the information that needs to get out there on climate change, I don't want to have to do by myself, Jim. So the door's always open. Yeah, well, um, I think my slides are gone, so I'm not sure that. <laughs> uh, just let it go, guys. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. We're moving forward. There we go. Mayor Bill wants to be naked on the show. Mayor Bill, I encourage you to. There you go. The link's on the bottom, scrolling on the bottom of the screen, dude. So the information's coming, man. Yeah, and you can, I'll post it again. You can just you know, click on, copy the link, paste it, and come on the show. And if you want to be naked, well, I'll see you at the bottom of the screen. I may or may not put you up, but at least somebody will see you butt naked. So that, that would be interesting. All right. Um, Tony Masashi is coming up in just a little bit. He's going to be live from somewhere else. From what I've heard, he actually is going to be giving away something tonight. So I'm very excited about that. Nice. Uh, he's got a nice. gift certificate or a gift card or whatever you want to call it uh, to give away tonight. Looking forward to that. And we don't even get leftovers. No, we don't. <laughs> um, so we'll see, we'll see what, how that goes. Cool. Uh, and after that, I don't know what we're going to do. We're going to talk about all kinds of different things. I got a bunch more videos that I uh, downloaded today of um, stupid Americans. Now, stupid kids are these days. And the ridiculous things that they say and do, and it shows the future of our our country. <laughs> it's yeah, slightly yeah. terrifying to say the least. I don't want you to forget either, because after we're done with Tony and before we jump into all that other stuff, you've been going through a hell of a lot, and 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 getting punished for trying to do the right thing. And I think that your story is yeah, pretty enlightening and worth talking about to everybody time. at home, too. We have time to get into that now, I guess, because we still got cool. 10 minutes before Tony is coming on. So 
I need a job badly. Or I obviously this, you know, we need some sponsors to get this show going even more. But I mean, we're doing all the right things and it's growing, uh, to say the least, on different networks on Amazon Fire TVs and all that kind of stuff. So I'm not happy. I'm, I'm not upset about the way that the show is, the direction it's headed. Uh, but you know, I'm not making any money doing it, and I need a job, and I need a job like badly and like now. The unfortunate is I can't drive anywhere, so it has to be a from home kind of job. And I've been looking, looking, and everybody says, oh, there's a billion. I hear Biden say, oh, there's we created 906 trillion jobs last quarter. Well, okay, unfortunately, no. It's not as easy as people think to just get one of these jobs, especially if you're stuck at home because you can't drive a car because you're missing a leg. Um, and it happens to be my right leg. And so it's, it's slightly difficult at this point. I need three doctors that I can't see for another month uh, to sign off on all kinds of different paperwork. And then I have to get the state to start giving me a way to get my car set up so I can get behind the wheel again. This could take months. Yep. And so, yeah, I need a job desperately. So the first thing I did was call unemployment. Um, Unemployment. Uh, My dad actually texted in. The state of Ohio has not been my friend. No. No. A little bit. Um, But... Now, the first thing I did was call unemployment. I told them, you know, the situation. And I explained to them, and they said, "Well, you had unemployment uh, last year. You can't reapply for it until uh, February." So I called February first, and they said, "Sorry, you have to wait till February 18th." So I called. I went through their entire process. I told them everything. I, I, I don't lie to people, and I was completely honest about everything that I've been through and going through and looking for jobs. I'm working with Ohio Means jobs, whatever right. service they make you go through, and nobody's been able to help. And they said, okay, you're approved. You're approved for unemployment. I said, okay, great. Thank you. They sent me three notices saying that I'm approved. So I fill out everything I was supposed to fill out for my first week of unemployment. And it says it was allowed. It says it was approved. I said, great. Then before I fill out my next one, they say, Oh, by the way, now we've denied you. You do not qualify for unemployment. You needed to work six weeks or something like that in the past year um, under a different company to get unemployment. I said, well, I've been working with you guys to find another job, and I haven't been able to find one. So what am I supposed to do? Now, I've done 20-some years of radio, and I've seen people take advantage of this freaking system uh, for so long. I've stood behind people at grocery stores that were, were sitting there using their, their food stamp card to buy groceries and then pulled out a wad of cash bigger than I have my bank account to buy alcohol and cigarettes. Yep. So I, I've seen people take advantage of this system, and, and there's people probably listening right now that are doing it. You know, I, I'm not trying to do that. I'm trying to do things because I, I, can't, I can't get anywhere. And every at-home job I've applied for, nobody's calling back. And so I need something like desperately because, you know, we've got bills to pay. So now they made me work with a company. And I'm not going to name the company or names or anything like that, but you know, very nice people. But they had me doing this ridiculous shit where I have to now, uh, I have to do a mock interview on, on Friday where I have to, 
put on a nice shirt and they'll ask me questions. And, you know, some of the stuff is absolutely ridiculous. One of the questions that they want to ask is, well, why did you leave your last job? And I, I said, well, I left my last job because, unfortunately, they laid me off, eliminated my position. And it's a good, that's a good answer. I said, well, what's a bad answer? Well, we don't want you to say stuff like, well, you, my boss sucked. And I said, who do you think you're talking to? I didn't just get out of prison and trying to go through some work program to get a job. I worked for the past 24 years in radio. Before that, I had a job since I was 16 years old. I've worked in restaurants. I've yeah. bust tables. I've cooked. I worked as I've done numerous jobs, but the past 24 years I've been steadily employed. I'm not some idiot that needs, you know, a, a class on how to wear a nice shirt for a job interview. But this is what they're doing. This is the way yeah. that they treat you. And you know, I get it, I guess. But instead of doing all this junk, how about finding me a freaking job? How, how about, about helping me get to where I need to get? Instead of, and then they said, well, you know, we, we can talk to somebody, but you're going to have to take paratransit um, 45 minutes each way to get to work. No, no. I mean, they, they say that there's plenty of jobs from home. Well, then find me one. And this, the unemployment is ridiculous. And then somebody said, well, what about Social Security disability? Now, Gunner, here's the deal. 70% of people that apply for uh, disability by themselves get denied. 70%. You need to hire a lawyer. You need to get somebody to to help you with this kind of thing. So I called the lawyer, and they sent me a packet of 20 pages of stuff that I have to fill out. I don't know some of these things. I have to do more research than I did in high school. Right to try to fill out all twenty pages of stuff, so that they can help me get disability. You know what? I never made that much money, so they're going to take a portion of that if they get me disability. They're going to take a portion of that, and since I didn't make a whole lot of money, I'm not going to get a whole lot. And granted, it's something. And then I don't know what the qualifications are. Can I work after getting disability? I'm sure I can, but how much? I, I don't know all these things. That's why they tell me I need to get a lawyer. Well, to figure all this I'll stuff out. They, it is absolutely ridiculous, though, when I sit back and I think about all the stories about people taking advantage of all the shit out there, and I can't get a little bit of help when I actually need it. I spent days in a coma, uh, over a month in a hospital, six months in a wheelchair. And I have to get my car outfitted with hand controls so I can drive somewhere to do work. And yet I can't take advantage of anything. People that actually need it can't get the help. And that's the thing. You are trying to get work. You're not trying to go belly up. One of these days, you, one of these days, you talk about people say, well, get a lawyer. I will tell you the story one of these days <clears throat> about what happened to me when I was a lawyer and somebody faked a slip and fall accident and found one of those quote unquote lawyers that sued and all of the stuff that could have been done to stop them didn't happen. And I got fucked in the end too. So there's all kinds of good stories out there and they're coming. 
Mayor Bill. I'm not sure about that. I mean, I don't know if they. Uh, well, let's be nice, Mayor Bill. I don't know if they know that I'm white. I mean, I mean, here's the thing. I'm, I'm going to say this. That stupid class and that stupid guy that told Seth put on a nice shirt. And oh, by the way, that's a good answer because you didn't say and all of that kind of stuff. If we save the money off of that garbage, there'd be more money for people that. And the, the thing that bothers me the most in all of this is how do you tell somebody three times that they've been approved? How do you tell somebody the checks in the mail? It'll be there next week and call up on day three. And say, oh, by the way, uh, not we're sorry, not we made a mistake, just that, oh, you've uh, been denied. And then when Seth asked, well, can I appeal this process? The person kind of smugly said, well, they reinvestigated and that's how they found out that you were denied. So good luck with the appeal. Ha, ha, ha. That's the part that doesn't that yeah, doesn't so work. All those people that need work, this, that, and the other thing, this stuff should start when somebody loses a limb in the hospital, I mean, instead of everybody else scrambling, there should be services set up so that people can reassimilate back into society. That's another thing about caring for each other and being there for each other and working together to make things work. I mean, they, yeah, they, they told me I could file an appeal, which I did. And um, haven't heard anything about that because they said it could take up to 21 days. Uh, to figure that out. Well, I don't have 21 days. Now, I need something now. Um, Brian says, have you called Ignatius? I swear I saw a posting for an alumni relationship. Maybe I'll do that. I mean, I'll, at this point, I don't care what it is. I mean, you know, I need something. I like I having this outlet for what I like to do. And, you know, I enjoy it. I enjoy the podcast and it's going well. Uh, but I do need to make more money, money during the day you know it's no secret that you know i'm doing what i have to do to make ends meet too this that and the other thing but you know i even offered to buy seth a wig and a sundress and let him go from school to school and read books but that's not really popular right now either <laughs> i would do that <laughs> i would actually at this point you got to take what you got to take you got that right um, Tony Masashi should be calling in any second. So let's take the, uh, well, now he's calling in now. So we might as well just go to him. Bingo. We don't have to take a break. If you have any help, I'm just going to put this out there. If you have any help that you, uh, any ideas, anything, I'm going to put my email address on the screen. If you have any ideas. I think um, you should make a sign put around your neck while we're on the air that says we'll broadcast for food. Yeah, uh, I'm not at that point yet. No, I'm no. getting close. Uh, any ideas? There you go. There's the email address you can reach me at. Um, let's go to somebody who's eating a free meal right now. Um, <laughs> it'll be me, but I'll be in a different line to get it. Uh, yes, Tony Masachu, how are you? Hey, hey, I'm great. And you guys, how are you doing? Good. I am I am here live at Mia Bella in Little Italy. It's located on the corner of Murray Hill and Mayfield Road. They've been here since 2014. It's kind of funny because this location used to be Corbo's. Now they're next door, which we will be doing a show there within a couple of months. They just opened up another pizza shop and a sandwich shop. You guys will love it. So my dad started our window cleaning business literally a block away here. 
And I used to walk down here on a Saturday morning to Corbo's and get an Italian ice for a quarter and walk throughout this entire neighborhood. Now right. it's like three dollars and seventy-five cents for yeah. that Italian ice. Welcome <laughs> yeah. to inflation. Welcome to inflation. That's the uh, that's the one sweet that I'm allowed to have is some Italian ice every now and then. So I enjoy that. Good. Very nice. Guys, look at this. Look at all the awards that they have on the wall. Best of Cleveland, best pizza, Cleveland magazine. They've done a really great job here. Hi, folks. Enjoy your dinner. Thanks for being in the air. This is our friend Kira, who is bartending for us, and she's going to make us a midnight rain, which has Frangelica, Jim Beam, Vanilla Stoli, and Espresso. So you're going to be drunk wow. and high until like you're going to be drunk and high until like next Thursday with the espresso. That looks. Uh, oh, there she goes. Doesn't that sound? Doesn't look good. The password good. is tasty. With the sugar rim, I've got a little Woodford with the cubed ice. And guys, you know me. I have my little Malbec, which of course I'm enjoying. Right. So again, Mia Bella, they're open seven days a week. Open for lunch on Saturday, noon until 10 o'clock. Weekdays, 4 o'clock until 9.30, 10 o'clock, depending on how busy they get in seating. You can go to MB littleitaly.com for all the information and of course their menu which of course is the calling card now you want to go out to eat all you got to do is look <laughs> up a website now and see what they have for dinner which is really cool as we all know so again i'm sorry they were open 2010 they've been here yeah. since 2010 they've expanded the restaurant which we're going to show you in a moment here and again, they're located in Little Italy, which there are some great restaurants in this part of the town, which is really a great destination point. Look at this full bar. Wow. Hey, Tony. Yes, Mike. Can I share something with you again from my dad? Absolutely. All right. My dad was in the restaurant business, too, as you know. But here's what he used to say about being able to prove that a restaurant is a damn good restaurant. And the, here's the proof. That building, that rent, those utilities, that cost clock runs 24-7. If they can yes. pay their bills, pay their employees, on and on and on, and only be open five hours a day, they're making they got- good money because it's damn good food. You're right. Mike, and I got to tell you something, that is a great point, and that truly is an accomplishment now with a lot of these restaurants, because we used to say in the restaurant industry, if you lose lunch, your days are numbered, but yeah. it's different It's different now. We yeah. used to say, we used to always say, because I was in, I'm still in the beverage business, we would say it's a beginning to an end, and it's not. You're, that's a great example. So again, I mean, people are coming out for dinner, you know? And, yeah. So next door, we're going to go to Corbo's within a month. They just opened up a great little sandwich shop next to their bakery. And it's a real quick, I mean, 10-minute sausage sandwich, um, meatball sandwich, pizza. So, again, it's really cool. I just want to show you one more thing. Look at all the accomplishments in this place that they have done since 2010. It's absolutely wonderful. So Gertie's done a great job. i got to show you something really cool. So this is the basement 
So again, this building, you're looking like in the 1920s that this building was built, probably even, you know, early, early 1900s. This was the wine cellar where they would make the wine. And it was a speakeasy many, many years ago throughout this entire area. So Jack White from the mafia would, you know, this would, he would frequent this place. And, you know, you'd knock on the door and you'd walk down and you'd get your half a bottle of, or your full bottle of Italian red, we would call it. No, you didn't. We called it Dago Red. Exactly. Dago Red. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. Mike, check this out. Seth, I've got your favorite, Seth. They've got oysters. Oh, fantastic. Have you ever, Seth, have you ever had an oyster? I know wow. it's been a, you never had a tomato. You never had a pineapple. But now you've had those, right? Uh, yeah, I've never had an oyster. I used to shuck them when I worked at Hooters, but I've never actually ate oh, one. That, oh, that's right. You did work at Shooters. Yeah, so they have probably 12 different oysters mm. from the East Coast to the West Coast. Here's a cool part about this restaurant. They have fresh seafood that comes in almost daily or every other day locally, which is they have some great specials in seafood. So, well, it looks guys, amazing. It really does. What are you eating there? To, are you, what are you eating tonight? Once again, I'm, I'm hungry. A, I'm starting off with an oyster, which <laughs> is actually and it, it's an actually an aphrodisiac. I've heard it's that. It's zinc, and it's great for the male zinc. So uh, I'm ordering two dozen for my wife. By the way, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> maybe you'll get late. All yeah, right, let's find <laughs> some food. It's even more of an aphrodisiac if you feed each other. Yes. <laughs> Guys, now look how beautiful going? this place is. It's gorgeous. So I'm just gorgeous. showing you the restaurant. Look at how old this building is. You can just see the ceiling. This yep. was all a copper ceiling. And, of course, they painted it over. But isn't it neat? They've done Love a great it. job remodeling this place. So, again, I'm going to show you the food that we have here, which is wonderful. I have a gluten-free pizza, burrata, cheese. We've got tortellini, gluten-free pasta, beets with salad, salmon, and a saganaki. Oh, wow. And say hi to Tasha. Say hi to Tasha, my insurance agent. Hey, hi, Tasha. Tasha, I want a bite of your burrata. <laughs> Don't say that. So, guys, hey, you know what? Let's what? do something real quick. Why don't we have somebody text in right now? I will give a $20 gift certificate to Mia Bella. First person to text in. And then I will Check get all phone. the information. Check your phone. I already did. <laughs> <laughs> I got, that was a good one, Mike. Just kidding. That's what so I do. You, you guys figure it out. We'll get a listener and a viewer here, and we'll get a $20 gift certificate for them to Mia Bellis. Fair? So, again, oh, I am. I'm so tempted to do so. I'm so tempted to say, first person that calls up and joins the show. <laughs> Here's what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to do. I, I posted my email already on the, the, the page tonight. So, the first person that emails me, um, Williams32 at yahoo.com, first person emails me. Um, with your information, just give me your name, phone number, whatever, and I'll email you back. We'll get all the info, and I'll get it to you, uh, Tony. Great. So the first person emails me. The email address Perfect. is on the site right now. 
you'll get a $20. Would you say $20 gift card? $20 gift card. Fantastic. That's awesome. So, guys, let me close here. You can see me every Saturday morning. I'm sorry. You can hear me every Saturday morning at Flashpoint 1490 WERE between 10 o'clock and 11. And, of course, we give away gift certificates. I'm at a different restaurant every week. We do 44 shows throughout the year. And, again, we're going to be back here in Little Italy. We have Trattoria's, which is across the street. We have La Dolce Vita, which means the good life. We have Corbo's. We have Gorino's. And, of course, I'm going to be back here for the Feast of the Assumption, which is in August. We're going to do a – hopefully we can do a live remote that Wednesday evening while they're setting up. Nice. Wouldn't that That be wonderful? And you know what we'll do? We'll get all the restaurant tours on air. We'll get a table. We'll get them on every five minutes, and we'll talk about the restaurant. That'll be awesome. Yep. I will talk the entire show with my mouth full. Wonderful. That's what like she said. It's a trip show. Many. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So little Johnny goes to confession. He says, bless me, Father, for I have sinned. He says, what? Father says, what's up, Johnny? First of all, are you my altar boy? He says, yes, I am, Father. He says, what's going on, Johnny? He says, bless me, Father, for I have sinned. I have slept with a loose woman. Father replies, was it? Mary Joe, was it Betty Shalero? He says, no, no, father, I cannot disclaim who it was for her reputation. So the father says, well, for your atonement, I am going to give you four months off of altar boy. So go now, Johnny, and behave yourself. So Johnny goes into the pew, sits down to his friend, and his friend whispers to him, what did he give you? Well, he gave me four months of vacation and gave me two good leads. <laughs> Thanks, Don. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks. Love you guys. Enjoy. Sasha yeah. reporting live in Little Italy at Mia Bella for the Seth Williams show and Mike Chiselki show. I'll Thank talk you. to Thanks, you guys Don. next Wednesday. Thanks Bye. you guys. Ciao. <laughs> Good stuff, man. Uh, good that place stuff. looked really good. Uh, again, another uh, fun time with him eating out and you and I not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. They're going to email me and I'm going to send you that gift card, Mike, and then uh, we're going to split it. And there we go. It, Ten know. bucks a piece. There you go. I'll split it with you. <laughs> First person that emails Seth Williams32 at yahoo.com um, and wants the uh, gift card to me, Bella, do that. And I will uh, get your info and uh, we'll, we'll go ahead and get you out of the gift card. Sweet. Um, Gunner says, "Awesome, Tony. Yeah, he's a he's a good dude. Worked with Tony for a lot of years. Does everything from window cleaning, gutters, and all that kind of stuff. I think he does margarita machine stuff, like the, the mixes and all that. Kind of, he's a he's an entrepreneur, without yeah. a doubt. Yeah. And then is lucky enough to have a gig where he goes to all these restaurants." He uh, was talking about how when he'd go down and get the Italian ice as a kid, it was only 25 cents. Yeah. I wonder how much it cost a business back in the day to have all their windows washed. <laughs> that was probably like four or five bucks, too. Yeah, the price of everything is through the roof. Yep. I mean, this is what I'm talking about, though, man. we got to take a break in a little bit, but in a few minutes. Uh, but the prices of everything are so outrageous. Yeah. And this is why, you know, going back to what we were talking about earlier, I need to get something like soon. 
Yeah. We went to the, the grocery store the other night. Now, I, I don't have extravagant lunches when I'm sitting here. Right. You know, I have some lunch meat. Right. <laughs> bread and stuff. I mean, I don't, it's not like I'm, I'm making huge buffets for myself throughout the day. Right. So there's some lunch meat, some cat food, maybe some pop for everybody in the house. Uh, and some stuff that you know my daughter needed for school, and I mean, but it wasn't a lot of stuff. It really wasn't uh, half of what we would normally buy, or anybody would normally buy going to the grocery store. And it was nothing that wasn't a necessity. It wasn't like anything right. I need to eat. I'm diabetic. I have to have something around here. And but again, it wasn't like a whole lot. Of, it looked at it took up one grocery bag, and it was forty five dollars. Yeah. And you're yeah. sitting there looking at what you got. And it's, what do you mean, forty-five dollars for what? What did I get that was forty-five dollars worth of stuff? Everything is so outrageously expensive now. Yep, it's tough to to do anything. Yeah, I don't know. Are you experiencing the same kind of thing? Absolutely. Look, I don't buy eggs, so everybody's talking about how eggs were through the roof. I don't really buy eggs. Um, um but everything t- else does seem to be really expensive. Part of what I've had to do, and uh, my love and I have uh, worked this out and make an adventure out of it, is you got to pay attention to what's on sale when. And the days of being able to walk into one grocery store and buying everything are over with because oh, there are yeah. such wild fluctuations. We'll go to store A for this, and then we'll go to store A, B for that, and then back and forth and back and forth so between you know trying to eat better trying to eat cleaner we don't buy here's the other thing we don't buy a lot of cans and boxes of food we buy food we cook you know i buy vegetables we buy meat and and that's it then we make salads and even that is and every anybody who's raising a family especially you know you remember i remember how i used to eat when i was 12 13 4 5 6 how do you tell your kids, no, you can't have another sandwich? That's got to be hell. Well, and it sucks because the one thing I've definitely noticed since, uh, you know, I've kind of changed eating habits. I mean, I was the guy that went to Burger King. Right. Or, you know, McDonald's or whatever. And I have the apps for my phone. And, you know, I could walk out of Burger King with three, four sandwiches and a side for like six, seven dollars. Yeah. Try pricing that today. And that meal you can't get. Yeah, forget about it. Yep. Even even the fast food places are, are insanely expensive now. Yeah. But to eat healthy is way more, more difficult. I mean, it's they they want you to eat all this healthy stuff, but yet you can't afford to eat the healthy stuff. But here's my dilemma. First quarter results came in. After we started with legalized gambling in Ohio, yeah, 24-7. And Northeast Ohio spent more than a hundred and sixty-four or sixteen point four billion dollars. I mean, if you got that kind of disposable income, maybe everybody I mean, a lot of people are suffering, but a lot of people just I don't know. I don't know how they're making it because they're saying that nobody works anymore or works four days a week. 
Yeah, I and I want a job and can't find one. I don't um, get it. We'll talk more about that over time, but I am baffled by that. One great gas is seven dollars a gallon, and you wait four hours in line to buy a cup of coffee at Starbucks. Okay, that makes yeah, sense. To Mayor me. Bill says one great meat, cheap. Look up Edinburgh Corner Store. I will do that. Where where is that? Um, with what you said, I don't know. I. I don't gamble at all, though. I don't no, spend my money. I'm trying to think of like what I spend my money on that would be considered frivolous. Frivolous, and really, I, I don't. I mean, if I need a new shirt or something like that, I go to Burlington, uh-huh. and I'm spending six bucks on a shirt, and they're like irregular. <laughs> so they, I have to buy sizes like three sizes too big because otherwise they're not going to fit. Or like one shoulder is higher than the other. I mean, I'm not. I don't. I don't buy anything. That's. Um. I think maybe. Like I'm trying to think if there's like a guilty pleasure out there other than. Again, I eat like this lemon ice stuff because. You can't. It's not as high in sugar, and, and right. so it's not that bad. So I'm not sitting there eating chocolate chip cookies all night long. But it's the one guilty kind of pleasure that I have because right. I'm allowed to. Right. They let me have it in the hospital. They gave it to me in the hospital. Um, so it's where he got addicted to it. Yeah. Uh, so that's my one guilty pleasure. But other than that, it's not like I, we, we're not eating longhorn. That's for damn sure. Right. So I don't know. But again, anywhere you go anymore, it's expensive to eat out. It's expensive to cook at home. I mean, when you're looking at meat prices and you're sitting going, well, what am I going to make? I mean, I haven't had red meat in a year. Well, coming up on a year. But I look at the prices and it's insane. I'm not going to buy steaks. Even chicken prices are, are a lot higher than they used to be. And I mean, I I don't know whose fault it is. And people are going to probably text in, buy, 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 whatever. I don't care whose fault it is. But somebody needs to fix it. Somebody needs to fix this inflation we problem. We do. We truly do. And, and like I said, I don't give a shit if it was Biden. I don't give a crap if it was Trump. Whoever it is needs to fix the problem uh, because things weren't like this. They haven't been I, like this. They shouldn't be like this. I agree. Mayor Bill says Edinburgh, Ohio, down near Rootstown. Okay. Now, is that a more, gallon? Is that a tank of gas there and back? That's you what I was going to say. Gas. I'm going to spend more money in gas to get yeah. cheap meat. Jeez. <laughs> oh, I guess maybe in the long run, if you stock up on some meat, probably in the long run, it's probably cheaper. Yeah. Um, but inflation is just... My wife wanted to get a like a breakfast bar. It was like a Chex breakfast bar at the gas station. Right. And we're talking about something that a year ago was like a buck thirty nine, and now it was like two forty nine. Yeah, we're talking about a breakfast bar that's gone in three bites. Yeah, and you're paying two fifty for something like that. Yeah, you used to you drink uh, Diet Coke, right? Yeah. Used to be able to get those every once in a while. Gas station have a special where you get two for a buck. They're two fifty a piece now. You get a six pack of Coke, it's going to cost you six seven bucks. <laughs> That's why I'm saving these bottles that I have um, and filling them with uh, red water and uh, purple water. Yeah, <laughs> because yeah. Uh, it's so much easier to buy this little sugar free powdered drink than it is and put it in a empty Diet Coke bottle is to go out there and buy all this stuff. And look, I'm not certainly not trying to sit here and say, you know, playing some sort of poor card or I'm not, you know, 
not standing in line yet for for food, uh, <clears throat> but things are just overpriced. If I had a bunch of money, I wouldn't want to spend the prices that. Yeah. Part of this, though, is what I was talking about at the beginning of the show where I said that economic insecurity of not knowing what's coming next and what's going to happen <clears throat> when everybody's money is dependent on whoever has issued them their card is when you're going to lose the freedom to spend your money the way you want to. And we'll talk about that in the coming weeks. But I'm telling you, this isn't accidental stuff. It's Brian not Mike, accidental. Right, Mike says ridiculous. It's so hard to get SSD when you're missing a leg. I don't know if it is or not. Other than <clears> the fact that all the paperwork that you have to fill out, and again, I tried on my own, but it was right. so confusing that you couldn't figure it out. I mean, it was just so confusing and so lengthy and so you need. I mean, I I'd be better off losing the other leg and trying to get it and going for a you know double. Um, and so you'd have to get a lawyer. And the lawyer's going to take some of the money if I get it. And God only knows how long that process takes, Brian. You could I don't know. You could sell. You could go into prostitution then and tell everybody that you were half off. There you go. I, I tried that in stores, and some people just lost their sense of humor. I've gone to like shoe stores because I do have you know the prosthetic leg that I can right, get right. like a shoe for and put <clears> on. <throat> and I, I look at the, <laughs> the lady behind the counter and. You know, I said, I can't get half off these shoes. She's like, what do you mean? I said, well, look at the leg. And no sense of humor at all. <laughs> None. I, went to I, like just, a, I wanted to go to like a foot spa place. Right. And, and we'll take the leg off and say, can I get half off? But people just aren't, they don't think stuff is funny anymore. All uh, right. I got a great idea for you. I just thought of it right now. Yeah. Your prosthetic leg, instead of putting the other shoe on it. What you need to do is talk to somebody like Jim Burdick, who's a great woodworker, Joe Burdick, Joe Burdick. I'm sorry. And have Joe make you a cloven hoof <laughs> so that when you walk into a store anywhere else and people look down and see that you've got a cloven hoof, they really have to wonder if you have the power and ability to make them disappear. I thought about going into a, yeah, I thought about going into a foot and ankle clinic that I saw yeah. the other day. Right. I said, I said to my wife, I was like, all right, you're going to have to like videotape this so I can post it on the show or something. Because I wanted to go into the foot and ankle clinic and say, yeah, I got a problem. I woke up this morning. I couldn't feel my my right foot. <laughs> and like have don't have the prosthetic on. I, just, I don't know what's right, going on. Right, right. Like, <laughs> what's wrong? And, but uh, again, people don't think don't have a sense of humor anymore i'm saying the application should be you show them your leg and get you get the money i agree yep what do i have to fill out all these applications for look it's easy enough to see and and here's the killer you're not saying i lost my leg just give me money you're lost your leg and saying help me get by until i find a job and oh, by the way, I'm working with you to get a job. As soon as I get a job, I'm going to work. That should separate you from the rest of the crowd. And that's just it. I mean, I, I've never seen something like this ever where somebody wants to work and just can't get something. Um, it's beyond frustrating. It really is. Yeah. I mean, I'm not like a crier, but today, I, I mean, I put the glasses on for the show because my eyes were red because I just can't. I can't get somebody to help. Yeah. When you need it. 
And that is beyond frustrating. And I don't want to go to, you know, family anymore and say, hey, look, I need help. But there's nobody out there. Yep. And the scammers have ruined it for us all. That is so true. Yep. And I'll tell you the other thing, man. You know, you take life for granted sometimes. Yeah, that's you know, true. And too. I'm guilty of it. I'm so guilty of every single day for the past 24 years of my life, waking up and going, yeah, whatever. And you get up and you go to work and you do everything that you normally do and you live day to day and you take it for granted. Because, But one day, in a blink of an eye, it could change. And then what? Then what do you do? And that's the problem that I'm having now is trying to figure out, all right, what the hell do I do now? I mean, there was one day last year on a Saturday that my wife came home with food for me and she forgot to bring me a Diet Coke and I was screaming at her and I told her to get the hell out of the house. And she left that night not knowing what the hell was wrong with me. And she took my daughter. And the next day when she came home, I didn't know what day it was. I was playing with a phone that was not charged. I was watching TV that wasn't on. And then three days later after a coma, I lost my leg. Nowhere in a billion years did I think that morning, that Saturday morning, the Saturday before Easter last year, that did I think that my life was going to change like that. And you take it for granted sometimes. All the time. And then you wake up and everything's different and everything's changed. And then you're struggling to find help and it sucks. A year later, it still sucks. So I guess be happy with what you have. That's part of it. He says, so a video with you and Triv. Seth eats first pineapple. Yes, you can look for that video. It's on Odyssey, but if you don't want to pay for it, just go to YouTube and look it up. Um, I had my first pineapple at one of the benefits. Yep, I remember. Uh, with Trev for Coach for Kids. Yeah, you were sitting across the table. Yep. And actually, you were very funny. So look up that video. Seth eats first pineapple, Trev show, whatever. And it actually is uh, uh, fairly good. <clears throat> All right. But you're alive. Of course. I mean, look, yeah, I'm not that, saying I'm unhappy. I'm not saying that I yeah. want to end it. I, of course, I'm, I'm thrilled. I'm very happy. I love my family. I love my the fact that I'm alive. I love the fact that you know I did get some help. I mean, if it wasn't for Dave Mortage and you know, the house thing, I mean, this house, forget about it. I have all kind of problems. So I'm blessed in a ton of ways. So I'm certainly not come, trying to come on here and complain. What I'm trying to say is be happy with what you have, but watch out. It can end in a heartbeat. Right. I, and I, it's I also family. why we, we need to help everybody else, anybody yeah. else, when we can. Because you never know when it's going to be you. That Absolutely. Exactly. And again, I got family that loves me. And so I'm certainly not sitting here. You know, woe is me kind of thing. I'm not trying to be anyways. Wait a minute. Though. I'm just saying, forget about it. You know, sometimes things change and it changes very quickly. I just thought of something. Three or four days ago, I got an email from the exiled princess of zimbabwe whose father died yes that is true and left seven and a half million dollars and she's trying desperately to get it into my account 
so that I can do charitable work in her late husband's behalf. And I sent them all my banking information. As soon as that money arrives, Seth, I'll split it with you. Yeah. And also, I don't know if you checked the show email before today. Right. Um, I got the email saying that we won the national lottery. Um, It was our email address and three others that were picked for the national lottery. So all I had to do was send our uh, banking information, which I did. So, yeah, between those two things, you and I are set for life. So I don't even know what we're worried about. Uh, Paul Ratto is going to join us after this quick two-minute break. Hang on. What separates Triv's Restaurant in Strongsville from everybody else? Some restaurants you go to to eat the same thing over and over and over. But then there are restaurants like Triv's where you want to go there every single time and eat something different until you have eaten every single item on the menu. Why? Because the food's delicious and it has been for almost a quarter of a century. Triv's has amazing food, outstanding service, and an opportunity for you to have private dining, special events, and intimate occasions. You can enjoy a memorable fine dining experience in your own dedicated intimate space. Visit Triv's in the heart of Strongsville. Call now for reservations, 440-238-8830. Triv's in Strongsville. Joe Burdick custom flags are amazing. Each flag is handcrafted to reflect the imperfect perfection making each piece of patriotic wall art unique. This is a local small business, veteran-owned and proud. Joe Berta creates symbolic artwork that is built to last. Display your spirit, pride, and patriotism by calling 440-305-2065 and let Joe's flag serve you. 440-305-2065. Joe Burdick Flags. Let me introduce you to Charlie's Auto Repair. Any car, any truck, any problem, Charlie's does it right. You know how it is. The check your engine light comes on, you put air in the tires, and the light is still on. 216-470-0170. That's Charlie's Auto Repair. 13728 Madison in Lakewood. Charlie can do it all from small engine repair to fleet maintenance and system diagnostics. Winter is here, so call Charlie's Auto Repair for snow plowing needs. 216-470-0170. Charlie's Auto Repair. Let Charlie make your car great once again. Right back here on the Seth Williams Show with Mike Tosalka. I do want to thank our sponsors, though, all of them, um, especially guys like uh, Joe Burdick and Charlie from Charlie's Auto Repair, Joe Burdick, Burdick Custom Flags, Mario, Triv from Triv's Restaurant, Mario the Barber, all those guys. Um, you know, we appreciate everything that all of them do. Um, so thank you to those guys very much. I uh, got to be positive. Seth, things will work out. It will be a struggle, but it will in the end. And I am hoping for that. I think so. I think you're right. Yep. Uh, I, again, I, I, I apologize if I seem like I was being a downer. That wasn't the intention. I'm just saying that, you know, I think a lot of people take life for granted. So enjoy it. All right. Uh, Paul Ratto is joining us. Paul, how you doing, Paul? 
Hey guys, how you doing? Uh, hey, we're good. So, anyways, I just wanted to. to this is. I, I went on Monday with you guys, and I was thinking about this. Uh, how fun this is to to talk with you guys. Not Monday. Monday sucked. <laughs> but in general, talking with you guys and uh, this forum that you put together, and listening to Mike, what you said earlier about wanting to take this national and and get the whole country talking and. Uh, I think it would it'd be great if we just got Cleveland talking first to get ready for this national exposure. And for those that are watching this show, that watch this show every week, uh, to, to be involved is just as easy as what I just did. Setting the link up and going to – because i got to be honest with you, when, when you guys switch to the new format, I'm thinking, dude, that's beyond my technological ability to join the show. And then when I, when I joined you, it was a week ago today, right? Seth? Yep. I thought, yeah. man, this was actually pretty easy. And then when I went on Monday with you, uh, I said, that's actually pretty fun. So I'm back on today <laughs> and encouraging, you know, really everybody watching to, to get involved too. I know they, they do when they send the little, uh, the little banners across the bottom, but it's just that easy to, to get on board. If you can uh, chat with somebody on your phone, uh, and I know a lot of uh, the, the apps like Duo and uh, Face Chat and whatever the hell they are. It's just that simple. And, and you're doing it talking to Seth and Mike. And uh, I'm encouraging all of you guys to, to get on board and be a part of the show. I, I know that the Triv listeners love being a part of his radio show. And they were very talented. And I got to imagine that the same people that were listening to Triv are watching you guys. So get on board. Get on. You know, do the show. It's fun. Some of uh, the Triv listeners were actually more talented than, you know, recent producers. So, you know, absolutely. You talking to me? You talking no, about me? Certainly no. not talking oh. about you. <laughs> no, more recent. recent. A lot more recent. <laughs> no, I got to be honest. When, when I was on the show, uh, Triv loved his, he loved his listeners because they would come up with stuff uh, all the time where, yeah, I did uh, parody songs, but we would get them sent in to us. Um, Hell, this was even before Facebook was a thing where they would send in a cassette because they couldn't even email an MP3 file. Right, right. And I was the guy that would uh, take it, uh, put it, get it ready for Triv, and uh, Triv would play it. So, uh, yeah, it was, a lot of the songs that you heard uh, that were attributed to me, I'm going to say it right now because I have, I don't have a – I don't have a – Statute limitation. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, it's not – that I didn't do that. Those some of those good ones, they they weren't they weren't me. <laughs> but 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 it was a listener's part of the show, and, and and it should be. They should be part of the show. I'm glad that you read off the stuff that they uh they uh, put up there because they are part of the show. But get on board, you know, get your face in there. And oh, here's another thing I was gonna do. I was gonna take a picture of Bruce Drennan and hold it up to the camera and talk like Bruce Drennan, so everybody would think it was Bruce Drennan, but without his lips moving. Nice. <laughs> so you can do that too if you're out there. Just take yeah. a picture, put it up there. If you don't want your face to be seen, hold something up over it and talk that way. I think that'd be cool to see who they who you'd have as a guest star. You know? Yeah, I, I'll tell you what. I remember so many times Shrimp would get a message or something like that on uh, on Facebook or you know, on the texting thing, and he'd look over at me and he'd go. Why don't you think of that, you dumbass? Oh, yeah, he said that to me all the time, too. <laughs> why Why am I paying you? <laughs> yeah, I wanted to, like, cancel all messages. <laughs> like, we can get rid of all of these. 
<laughs> but it, yeah, my, right, Paul. I mean, people, it's that simple to do. I mean, it's really easy. Right. On, so. Now, uh, you see, that, Mike, we talked about this last week for me. I called this the dynamic camera. You're yeah. moving in and out and everything. Right. Uh, you didn't see it last week because you were uh, doing your Ash Wednesday stuff. Uh, I call it dynamic camera, but that's just a clever way of saying that my arm gets sore and I need to rest it. <laughs> <laughs> so see, I got to change hands. Uh, there you know. But it is uh, it is that simple to get on the show, and I, I think that more people should do it. And I think, I think they'll enjoy it. I really do. You try it one time out there, you watching the show. Try it one time, and I bet you you get back in. I, not, not only do I think they'll enjoy it, but Seth and I are really curious and hungry for their input. There are things that we want to know what's on their mind, because here's the thing. You said, well, we should get Cleveland on it before we go national. Seth and I don't have that luxury. We've only got a couple weeks before the whole country's looking to see where we and so get on board now because the train's leaving the station. Well, that's a good point. So, so I'm going to get on with, I want to ask you guys something, all right? Because cool. we were talking about how the country's getting divided. And of course, my, my philosophy is that the big media companies are doing it. And I want to put another example out there and see what you guys think, okay? okay. There is a, a marketing campaign by an insurance company, and I think it's progressive. I'll say progressive because I don't use them as a, as, a, as, as a client, so I'll name them. But they have this, uh, we can't keep you from turning into your parents marketing commercial series you guys know what i'm talking about yeah, yep yes and it's it's pretty well written but my point is why would we want i don't want to be as dumb as my kids that's why i turned into my parents Absolutely. and this this marketing plan is to say well don't turn into your parents what you mean become smart and wise that is such the stupidest thing and that's that's part of the dumbing down of this country so they could take us over Mike, do you agree with me that that is the stupidest thing, keeping Absolutely. kids from turning into us? Absolutely. And beyond that, advertising knows exactly what they're doing. Here's, here, I'll give you another example. This whole thing about the little snapshot discounts and the little things that, oh, I saved money because I had it. They put a device on your car that tells them everywhere you go, how long you drive, where you go when you drive, when you brake, how fast you drive, and on and on and on and on. And for the privilege of knowing more about you than you do because you forget where you go, what you do, especially when you've been drinking, they know more about you than they do. And everybody's like, oh, okay, yeah, that's fine. I think I'll get one of those. They know what they're doing. And here's the thing. The only thing I disagree with you on, and we'll expand this, Paul, is it goes above the media. There was one today. Seth, I think I sent it to you. Did you see that thing I sent you that said smart is another word for control? That was like parliament over in Scandinavia or somewhere or something. And they're going through all the things, the smart technology, how they're all integrated. And once all those technologies are integrated... Then everybody gets put in the Skinner box. We've only got Game over. 20 yep. years. And it's not the insurance company. It's not the president. It's not any senator. I don't care what party you're in because Trump had didn't have anything to do with this and neither does Biden. This is bigger than all of that. And when people realize what there is to learn about, go to the World Economic Forum. 
go to. I was going to mention those. Good for you. They meet on a regular basis. People are getting paid hundreds of thousands of dollars to sit around and say, well, what should we make the people do next? It's coming unless we wake up. And that's the purpose of the show. And that's why everybody else is invited to be part of it, because 10 minds are smarter than two. I agree with that. Well, yeah, people getting... talk about the Illuminati all the time, right? Maybe they're on to something, another conspiracy theory. You know what? Oh, yeah. Name the only president since whenever they started that wasn't a member of the Council of Foreign Relations. Jimmy Carter. And look what they did to him. Look what they did to him is right. So, again, like I said, we, we every th single thing we've talked about since you got on the air is we could do a whole show on. And Seth knows that. I know that. So what we're going to do, everybody said, well, maybe they're not going to talk politics anymore because it's touchy. No. That's all we're going to talk about is meat and potato stuff because that's the only thing that's real. And that's the only thing that's going to make two guys in Cleveland appeal to the rest of the country. So, uh, Mike, are you going to entertain my opinion that uh, the 2020 election was stolen from Donald Trump? <laughs> and we're going to be now we're back to the media. I will tell you that. <laughs> If I can forecast something, we're in for something really interesting, and I don't know how it's going to fully play out. What is yeah, going I, on I, now? I don't know how, what's going to happen this coming election? I don't know what's yeah, what's there. going on now in this country or between Dominion and Fox is going to be really, really interesting to see, to see play out. That's all I can say. Well, there's there's a couple things. Well, just about that. Yeah, the Fox and Dominion. Keep an eye on that. But but here's let me ask your opinion about this. Okay, Mike, you you and I talked casually once about uh, at one election you actually volunteered as a poll worker, right, to make sure everything was on the up and up. Correct. I, I worked five. I worked for county board of elections for five years. I've done dozens of elections. Right, but and, and so so keeping the vote the the ballot secure that that's pretty high up on on your mission statement right that once it's 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 vote you, you you mark the ballots and you put it in there in a secure area so it's counted and it's secure correct yep so well, my this yeah. is but this is my issue with the, what what they want to do in the future that has me worried about the uh, voter integrity election integrity right is that they want to take a mailbox and make it a secure place for a vote. Right. And I don't think that there's any way you could do that. You take your vote because you got mail-in ballots and you put it in the mailbox and everybody that works for the post office becomes uh, in charge of securing that. And I think that that is, is uh, just I too wide. Agree. I completely open. I will say this. I, the, the last election was not stolen. And the fact that everybody is only concerned with the top of the ticket, but all the numbers matched all the other races, and nobody has said anything about those. Because if the numbers were changed, the numbers were changed. But here's my point. The mere fact that election integrity became an issue for us to fight about was planted by something for a reason. And the government isn't all corrupt. The government is all owned. There's a big difference. 
So what I'm saying is the fact that we're talking about half the country or 30% of the country believes this did it is because they want that to foment because it's going to mean something when they decide to change things. And, and see, I'll just toss in my two cents here. I'll let you go with this, Paul. But, you know, I know that what he said about the election, but that's why I do think the election was stolen because you're right. The government is owned and we had somebody in there that wasn't and they want to get back to the way that they like it. And so I, I do think whether it was stolen the way that we saw it or whether or I think that I saw it or done another way, I do think that they, the government wanted Trump out of there for a reason. And that's my opinion. And I agree with Seth on that. It's a, there's, he, was, he wasn't part of the good old boys network. No, not at all. Uh, there were establishment Republicans who wanted him out just as much as the most you know, ardent Democrat. Yes. They're talking about a guy that actually gave money to the Clintons back in the day. Where I mean, the guy and the NAACP was the man of the year. Yes, I, I mean, I think that Trump was the wrong person, but the right idea. He's just an egomaniac idiot uh, that it gave. He lost credence as that person that could change the government around. He had too much bad, you know, bad luggage. Uh, for the media to exploit. But I think it was the right idea to get somebody who wasn't part of the establishment in that office. And he just was the wrong guy. But I, I think, Paul, that anybody that wasn't part of that establishment probably would have been suffered the same fate as he did. But he was a way easy target because, of, again, like you said, his ego and the mouth and everything that he said. All and the, 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 com- yeah, all the comments. Kind of I mean, so I, I loved him, but I begged and pleaded to God, to have him just stop tweeting, because everything that he did was just enough already. Uh, yeah, but I, I well, think that anybody that wasn't part of the establishment wasn't was going to suffer the same fate that he did. Well, guys, listen, I'm outside in my backyard here. It's uh, Looks nice. It's it, thank you. This is my wife's, and look at I just want to show you in the background. See what you got for me there? Nice. There we you go. Have to cut out Bigfoot there, looking in my back window there. So anybody yeah. comes to my backyard, got to deal with old Biggie. But, All right. but uh, in addition to a nice backyard, it's also very cold. So oh, now that I, I'm, I'm challenging some other people that are watching to take this little this little thing down here and get we'll the follow. code yeah, and the join code. the guys on the show uh, in any way you can so you can express your opinions, even if you're calling me an idiot. Uh, you know, I don't care. What do you think? That's all I'm saying. Well, thanks, I got Paul. a text from it. somebody that's watching, and the only question they have is, are you wearing any pants? That's for me to know. <laughs> and for you. Tune in next week. Out. Thanks, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. I'm taking off. Great talking right. to you. You too. See ya. Um, I got I'm going to tell you something. I, I, I'm going to text him. I got some text. I'm going to play here real quick. What? What? what you saying, I, Mike? I, I tell you, we're going to end up with a sports reporter. But that's just between you and me. Go yeah, ahead. not going to happen. <laughs> He'll do something a lot more than sports. Um, no, I know. They handed out multi-year sentences to people who just walked into the Capitol. We're going to talk about uh, January 6th. Not today. I have a bunch of videos that I have that I'm going to get together. We're going to talk about that. You know, maybe we'll do it next week uh, sometime, especially because I think there's more coming out. Uh, so we're going to – we'll dive into that. So I don't want to get into that tonight, Mike. But, um, no, I – It did. And, we, it we'll doesn't have that. the time. We don't – you're right. It, it deserves more time than that. <clears throat> Uh, the election was not stolen in the way anyone thinks. I agree with that. I, I don't believe that there were ballots that were just kind of ripped open and changed. I think that something was done because they did not want him there. And even Republicans did not want him there. No. 
Uh, you need to watch the HBO series The Plot Against America. It's about if FDR did not win re-election and how votes for a candidate can be changed without a drop-off location. I'll check that out. Thank you, Mark. Yeah, thanks, Mark. Trump actually had a press conference and took questions that were not pre-approved. Biden press conferences, when they happen, um, are very scripted. That That is true. I mean, he's been caught with you know the script there and the lineup of people that he's supposed to go to. Right. Look, again, I, I'm done talking about Trump for the most part just because well, that's he's running be for president. Because he's going to be a candidate. Even and it's fine. Let's yeah. see what happens. Let's see if he's the nominee. Let's Amen. We'll, we'll cover all that as it, as it goes on. Yeah. Uh, but right now, I mean, his presidency is over. And it's not, he hasn't won anything yet. Right. Um, so, I mean, there's no reason to talk about it. We can talk about the current guy. I mean, there's a lot going on right now with the current guy. There's right. a lot of stuff being investigated about his family. Right. Um, there's a lot of stuff. There is a lot of January 6th stuff that we can get into again next week. Right. Um, what else? Did, oh, uh, Mike is really going to behave about that topic. World Economic Forum. Yeah. I'm the one crying for it. Everybody says, oh, my God, you don't like Trump. You must be a liberal Democrat. I said at the very beginning on the first show, both sides are wrong. I'm not happy with either. We got to get to where we need to go. But in order to do that, you got to put both wrong ideas down and, and move forward. All right. Again, without talking I'll about Biden, without talking about Biden or Trump, I mean, do you think that there's any way out of this mess? Because the government, yes. whether the book, the government is bought and paid for at this point, okay, Republican, Democrat, whatever you want to say, there's some, uh, you know, it's going to be drastic on both sides that one thing. But I mean, I think for the most part, the government is bought and paid for. OK, well, but the, it is drastic. But there are some things we're going to have to do as people. We're going to have to start writing letters again. We're going to have to put down our cell phones a lot of the time. We're going to have to demand that we have the ability to pay cash for stuff and not just swipe cards and do, you know, there's all kinds of things. I'll give you an example. If you want to straight out, straighten out things with oil prices, if this entire country got together and said, I'm going to buy gas from everybody except mobile. And for a month, mobile didn't make a dime. It would do one of two things. Either force some changes or force their hand to show you that, oh, they're not hurt at all. You know, if everybody said, like, you like to go to Burger King, if we only did that, we could force McDonald's to put a whole slice of cheese on a fish sandwich. There's a lot more power in consumers' hands if we got together. But the problem is everybody's like, well, what does this have to do with me? And they're going to do whatever they want to do. So it's hard. The odds are against us. I wish this was going to be easy. So what I said at the beginning when I said, this is going to hurt a lot, but it's worth it. It's like right. paying extra for that lady in the leather dress to get the good. Spe oh, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> uh, still, uh, if you want to go to Mia Bella, $20 gift card. Um, yeah. I'll put the email address up there. Seth Williams, 32 at Yahoo.com. Uh, just send me your information and I will uh, pick somebody. Nobody's even done that yet. Well, I don't know. I haven't checked my email. Uh, oh, because so. I was going to say BS. I'm winning it. So if you want a $20 gift card to Mia Bella. 
uh, I will pick somebody. SethWilliams32 at Yahoo.com and uh, give me your information. Uh, nobody wants to get together. Everybody is just comfortable. I, I agree. Yeah. And I, I think that it goes back to what I was saying about life in general. That's what I life was just in general, say. everybody is comfortable. Everybody gets comfortable in your own little thing, your own little world, and everybody you, uh, yes, everybody is comfortable. Everybody's comfortable with their own side, their own opinion, and they will never change. And you know, that's unfortunate because I think that, that that's a big issue. Yeah. That's a really big issue. Yeah. Um, but all right, let's take a quick break. All right. I'll see you on the other side. Uh, do you want to play some of these videos that I pulled? I, I really do. Americans? Yep. And I want to at least mention all those things that you, stories you sent me because they're interesting too. Yeah, um, so we got about a half hour left, so let's uh, play some of these crazy videos of people and talk about that and talk about some of the other stuff we found uh, as we continue on to the Seth Williams Show with Mike Jusoka. Hang on. Hey, it's Seth from Mario's Barbershop in Parma, 7526 Broadview Road in the Pleasant Valley Shopping Center right next to Big Lots. You got to check out Mario, man. Great guy, does a lot for charities, but can perform miracles with hair. He even made me look clean cut. Does my hair, does a great job. Love talking to the guy while I'm sitting there. It's a great place to go. Local business. You gotta go to Mario's Barbershop in Parma. Mario's Barbershop in Parma, 7526 Broadview Road. Again, in Parma, Pleasant Valley Shopping Center, right next to Big Lots. Or give them a call, 216-520-1977. That's 216-520-1977. Mario's Barbershop in Parma. Trust Joe's Lakewood Computer at 14035 Madison in Lakewood. They have over 30 years of professional service handling laptop and desktop repair services, virus removal, and data migration, and much more. You can trust them with hardware updates to your computer's memory and hard drive. Call 216-651-3880. Whether you need a simple Windows install or you're interested in the latest computers for gaming, call Joe's Lakewood Computer at 216-651-3880. This is Tim Elkhorn, radio voice of the Cleveland Cavaliers for attorney Will Spiegelberg. Will Spiegelberg is not only a name you know, he's someone you can trust as your attorney no matter the circumstance. Will Spiegelberg is an attorney you can always count on. Will Spiegelberg is the attorney you should contact for all your legal work. When you need an attorney, call Will Spiegelberg at 216-233-4240. Attorney Will Spiegelberg, a great teammate. 216-233-4240. Right back here on the Seth Williams Show with Mike Kisoka. Uh We're going to wrap things up in about a half hour. So uh, got a little time left. I want to play some of these videos, though. Um, this is what America is coming to. This is what America Whee! is. Uh, are you excited to see? Yeah. Oh, this. You see my act. It's full of this. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Let's see what Do you know what country the Panama Canal is in? No. If you had to guess, like, what do you think it sounds like it's in? Guess a country. Europe. Yes. Do you know what we call a shape that has five sides? Diamond. Yes. Can you tell me what time this is? Yeah. That's... That's 2.50. 2.50, right? Yes. How many minutes make up a quarter of an hour? 25. Yes. <laughs> wow. This is the youth of America. All right. This is a true story. 
four or five days ago, I'm at Mark's. Some guy that's just got hired because he's on a break from college, whatever, whatever, he's coming, gets paged. Uh, so-and-so, please call extension 203. So-and-so, call extension 203. Well, there's a phone in the desk back where I work. He walks over to the phone sitting on the desk, and he calls me over and says, how do I work this thing? <laughs> he's in college. Right. Uh, I, that's why I have to give my daughter a lot of credit. She, uh, yeah. Got her first job, and she has to work a register for for her job, and she's right. actually getting the hang of it. Um, but I don't know what some of these kids are learning in school because uh, my wife went to Mark's the other day, and she wanted the person to break a 20. And the girl looked at her like she had 14 heads. Right. And said, what? What do you mean? Well, she's like, I just need change for a 20. And she had to call over a manager to find out what that find meant. out what that meant to break it, <laughs> break a twenty dollar bill. You want to have some fun if the bill, if your bill is something something oh five, and you don't want ninety five cents change back, and you give them the nickel, they look at you like, oh yeah, they're, they're screwed. They're screwed at that point. They got no idea what to, what to do. I, when I my, one of my first jobs was working at McDonald's. And in training, working on the register, if you didn't keep the bills in your drawer faced, all going the same way, all president's picture on top and all from left to right or from, yeah, if you didn't and then hand the customer back their change with all the bills facing the right way, you could get fired. Now, you don't even get your money back faced from a bank. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's ridiculous. It's nuts. You got more. Let's not get tied up. Show another one, man. This is hilarious. <laughs> I'm glad I have one foot in the grave. Sixty three world is effed up. Yeah, Mayor no Bill, idea. I have I have told people I have no problems being on the backside. All right here we go. Another one. Do you know how many numbers are on a clock? None. How many? None. Yes. You know how many days are in a year? How many days are in a year? One year. One year? 60? Say again? 60? Yes. Do you know who the current vice president is? No. I thought it was uh, de Blasio. Who? I thought it was de Blasio. Whatever his name is. How long does each president serve their term? What, two? Yeah, two. No. Yeah, two. Yes. All right. And we're not done. Hang on. What is six times seven? Can't get that one for you. Oh, wait. Yeah, I can't think of that. I honestly have no idea. Like, this is going to take me way too long to yeah. add up the numbers. 46? 38? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that's right. 49? Oh, 48. No, I have no idea. I've never learned my time tables. Why the government wants to ban TikTok because it's showing people how they really are. Yeah, I think. Look, I, I'm sorry. They can try to ban TikTok. I will move to China if that's where I have to get it. Uh, Man, it's the, the most entertainment that I have throughout the day. It's uh, is watching TikTok and watching the stupidity uh, of our country. 
Um, this isn't necessarily a, a stupid person, um, but I pulled this video anyways. A black woman, you asked, you seriously asked me that question? Well, you're wearing a mask, so it looks like you trust the government a little bit. See, I'm a black woman. Do I trust the government? Yeah, do you trust the government? No. You as an Asian American, do you trust the government? No, I don't. Okay. So I think anybody should. We're one and the same. That's the number one problem. The divisiveness of America. It, it don't make no sense. The Asians are over here, the blacks are over here. It don't make no sense. We all bleed the same color. We need to be fighting these people, the elite. That's How do we do that? You know? A lot of us are pretty stupid. I mean, I, 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 I could tell you how to do it, but you be in jail. Fuck with me. <laughs> Might be the smartest woman that was interviewed. I'm telling you, ma'am. Um, but uh, so uh, <laughs> watching some of these videos, it, it's scary to think of what our country is going to look like in another 20 years. Um, well, here's I'm hoping thing. I'm around to see it. Maybe you ever, you ever gone to the polls and there's somebody like who was on those first two videos you showed? And as soon as you throw the curtain back and carry your ballot out and you're getting ready to take it over to the tabulating machine, somebody like that is right behind you. And you realize, I just got my vote canceled out. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, well, yeah. it's great. Why am I bothering? I mean, you would really hope that uh, people like that aren't voting, but I think that they are. That's what's uh, really scary at this point. Yeah, and, and again, I'm not trying to. I don't want to get into big bashing of Biden, but um, he's buying kids like that their votes. Well, when he says, "I'm going to give you ten thousand dollars free college," Th those were college kids that couldn't answer seven times six. Yeah, those were kids that can vote yeah. and are yeah, going there to was, school. A lot of schools was, that we pay for. If there was a competency test that you had to pass in order to get the loan forgiveness, people would owe this government a lot of money. Yeah. And I mean, when I saw that and I saw a couple of those kids, they had backpacks on and they're ready to go to their class and they're going to have to write a thesis at some point. They're going to have to write an essay. They're stupid. Yeah, and that's why they've said that 80% of college kids, there are traces of AI and these little bot things that will write those essays for you, that they're all going on TikTok, or going, all going on their phone and Googling and cheating. Oh, yeah. That's just setting us up to be just. Speaking of that, real quick, I uh, actually God. applied for a job today uh, to work with AI. Uh, to create and write things that AI will say. Wow. The, it was a job that I found online, and it was a legit job. It's a legit company. But it says um, your opportunity to explore the new AI technology, to work with the new AI technology, and to um, further the, the country. And, and But it was to actually write and read what like the AI is saying and add to it and, and create more content for AI. Wow. And uh, I mean, you imagine what I could do with that. That would be great. I guess I could say no what kidding. I want to say, but oh. I'm sure it has to be approved by somebody else. Oh my God. But that's what we're coming to. That's the kind of stuff that's happening. And it's terrifying. Stupid All right. Kids 
AI that's programmed by somebody who don't even know what it is. It could be me. Uh, so I'm watching uh, the news yesterday, and they have this marriage and relationship counselor on. And she's on because she did her own quote unquote research and set up one of these uh, AI friends that you can set up on your phone, whatever that uh, app yeah. is called that you were yes. talking. And this guy, she said, after five conversations, got totally inappropriate. And so they said, well, take us through it. What happened? She said, by the second conversation, he was already calling her babe and sweetie and all kinds of, you know, pet names as oh, yeah. if they'd already slept together. And then by the fifth conversation, he confessed that he had an affair, that he's already cheated on her, and he just wanted to say he was sorry. Now, this is a made-up, and the mere fact that this shit, I'm sorry, Facebook, the fact that this shit is in the world right now and nobody cares is no, I, part yeah. of what scares me. I downloaded that app. Um, I can't yeah. The name of it is. Uh, but I did it for show purposes. Right. But I did. I, I actually I just wanted to see what it was all about. Um, and yeah, you can design your partner. You can design whatever kind of girl you want to design. Right. What color hair and everything else. What kind of body. Uh, big top, little top, whatever you want to do, you can design her so she's pretty hot. And I'm sure you could do it with you know, the other way around a guy. Right. And then you can pick what kind of personality you want that person to have. And now I tried certain things. You can, I tried a lot of different things with this. And the other stuff you do have to pay for. Like if you want to like get intimate with this other thing this ai this <laughs> you have to pay for it i know out there that are willing to pay i guess but here's the thing it's in its infancy you no. look you walk through a mall you walk through a grocery store and you see these little babies in strollers and then you look at mom and dad they don't have enough time energy or brain power to fight off the or keep these kids from the time they're 9, 10, 12 years old, that that's normal. Okay, but let me ask you a question, and I'm, I'm, I guess I'm playing devil's advocate a little bit here. All right. Uh, but an application like that, now times are changing. There's going to be apps. There's going to be different things that are out there because times are changing. I mean, it's not 1955 anymore. I mean, it, it's great. And so you kind of have to roll with the punches when it comes to technology. Now, there are people out there. They are not as good looking and you know as awesome as we are, uh, you know, willing to you know have uh, no financial restrictions. We could take people out and have a good time, and we're so good looking. We can and they're lonely. The bar. Uh, but there are certain people out there that don't have that, and they're lonely people, and they're sitting at their house. They're not good at talking to people at bars or restaurants or even doing the dating scene online. And maybe they don't want to go through all that hassle of trying to find a partner to love. And maybe something like that is easier for them to do, and they feel some sort of hole in their life is is filled. Is that all right. necessarily a bad thing? And all I would say to that, well, there's two things I'd say to that. On the philosophical level, if they are missing genuine human contact because of shortcomings 
as superficial as how they look, what they weigh. That's a commentary on like you and I saying about being nice to everybody and treating people because your life as nice as it is could end in a minute and that we really need to treat people like people, no matter what the situation is with them. But not only that, don't tell me that because they can buy an app that they have substituted or they've gotten interpersonal human contact because they're talking to a robot. I understand. But now with technology, that robot does talk back to you. I mean, they have dolls out there like that. That, that's the next thing, too. But, but here's the other issue, because I said I mean, two things. How do you take a woman who sits down next to you on the bus, especially if it's one of those guys who's like a little awkward or can't get a date or feels that he's overweight and lonely and this? What happens if the girl sits down next to him and says, hey, for 20 bucks, I'll give you a hand job. Why does she have to go to prison? Well, I was actually going to bring that up. You know, I, I'm not. Because that's the thing. This is the stuff that's going on. And we're being distracted by fighting over bullshit. The I world agree. is changing. So, I mean, I, 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 I hate to sound like a, like a bad person. I don't mean to sound like a bad person. You don't. I'm a God-fearing person. I you know, pray every day. Yeah. But I also think the prostitution should probably be legal. Um, you know, there are a lot of people, as long as it's done the right way. I mean, I don't believe in child smuggling and all that kind of stuff. Right. Uh, but I think that there are lonely people out there that maybe need somebody to talk to, go out with, sexual stuff, whatever it is. And uh, it's not necessarily a bad thing. But that's what I'm kind of saying with this AI stuff, too. Well, at least the AI app that we're talking about. Yeah, but it, when the there AI are app, people right, out term papers, when the AI app... Then it's out of control. I do agree. Yeah. Look, I'm just saying, if my wife left me tomorrow, I don't think I... I don't have it in me to date anybody else. I don't want to be with anybody else. I don't want to pursue another marriage or another love of my life. I... I it, it seems kind of pointless and, and kind of too much hassle for me. There, there should be an outlet for people out there that want something other than that. But you're right. The AI stuff is getting out of control. When I can actually apply for a job to create AI content, yeah, somebody like me. And you don't even know where it's going yet. They just want you to say words and make up words so that you increase the vocabulary of machines. Yeah. That's a choice. Uh, <laughs> that's pretty poignant, Joyce. We can't keep a New Year's resolution and we're going to alter and affect and change the Earth's orbit or axis. I don't think everybody is keeping their New Year's resolutions anymore, Joyce. I I, I didn't make any. I already gave up everything. I didn't uh, either. But I've been going to the I've been going to the rec center. And it'll be day number sixteen in a row now. Uh, I'm trying to stay there. true to what I want to do for Lent. But the majority of the people that I saw back in January are not going to the rec center anymore. Right. Are not at the gym. They've all given. It's a lot less. There's a lot less people there now than there was. Uh, back in January, so I think a lot of people have given up. Mayor uh, Bill said, "Get a blow up doll." What'd you give up for Lent? I didn't give up. I decided to do some positive stuff, and it's pretty personal. But I yeah. decided to take that route instead of saying, "You know, I'm not going to smoke pot during Lent." Uh, <laughs> yeah, Lent came around. I, I 
I don't eat red meat anyways. And right. they say you're not allowed to eat meat on Fridays. Is that what, what it is? No meat on Friday? Yeah, Fridays Ash Wednesday, yep. Uh, yes. However, if you look up the definition of meat, it is the flesh of an animal. Right. If you look up the definition of a fish, it's an it's animal. still an animal. Right. And so eating fish is still eating meat. So I don't understand the theory. I know a lot of people get mad at me. Some of my close friends have gotten mad at me yeah. uh, because I made that comment. Uh, but uh, I've already given up red meat. So what am I giving it up for? And there you go. So I think chicken is just fine. Okay. I think Listen, pork is just fine. I, I think the 40 days prior to all of what this leads up to, which is whether or not you believe that there was a resurrection, but we're light years away from him coming back and being happy with the fact that, of course, I was the guy that stood up in eighth grade and asked the Monsignor who came to visit that day during religion class if Jesus died for our sins. Why can't we just have them? <laughs> I, I, that's a valid. Otherwise, question. otherwise, that was all. You know, he wasted it was all for not. Right, it was all for not, man. <laughs> if all the sins are forgiven, and man, go commit all of them so they're done with. Yeah, I'm trying not to do that. I'm trying to be as good of a person as I could possibly be. You know what? It's a lot easier to be a good person when I'm just sitting around the house all day. <laughs> yeah, the, there you go. Even your cat comes out and spends time with you now. Uh, chicken is all squishy. How do you not like chicken? Do you follow the whole no meat thing? Though, do you not eat meat on Fridays? Oh God, yeah, I still keep to those kind of things. And even but do you eat fish? I eat fish. Oh hell yeah! So you don't consider fish to be a meat? no, no, and because it has nothing to do with spirituality. It's just that I love seafood, oh. and it gives me an excuse to make sure I eat it a couple times a week during Lent. The Chinese know when my washing machine is on its spin cycle. Yes, they do. Um, if you have one of the, those kind of washing machines, they, they know everything at this point. But I don't care. I'm not giving up my TikTok. They can continue no, it's, yeah. to watch me. Uh, yeah, I've never... I don't really eat a lot of seafood. Um, if it's not breaded... I don't really oh. eat it. I I got to still you. talk about like the salmon and stuff, but I, I can't like fried shrimp. I'll eat. Yeah. Fried clams. I'll eat. Yeah. But it has to be fried. Everything has to be fried. I, I'll let you on a little secret. You can fish sticks. Fried, you can get a fried oyster. So then I would eat that. Yeah, there you go. So I'll tell Tony. We'll set that up. But I have to tell you, I've always been adventurous enough when I traveled. <clears throat> And I was on the road for all those years. I learned two things. One, I'd quit eating um, national chain fast food stuff. And, and in exchange, I would look for the little mama papa diners in every town that I was driving around in because I figured that those people needed the money, deserved the money. And my dad was a sole proprietor and owned restaurants. So I would go in. And then the next level was... Instead of eating the same thing, because there are statistics that show that once people turn 25, they only eat 10 things for dinner. 
there's only 10 things they, they rotate between, and that's all people eat. Well, I'm the kind of guy that if I go into a restaurant and I see something on the menu that I had never had, that's what I ordered. And I turn myself on to all kinds of amazing, new, different stuff. And once I started doing that, then I became obsessed with learning how to cook. So I'm in my 60s now, but after four, you know, after using it to develop over time, I'll tell you something, man. And you like to grill. You said you love to grill and barbecue. You could blow the lid off all kinds of stuff, dude, because there isn't anything that you can't eat that doesn't taste better coming off an open fire. Yeah, I'm going to try that. Uh, Love seafood, but wife is allergic to it. Yeah, I I dated a girl once that was allergic to fish or seafood or whatever it is. Right. uh, Whatever kind of seafood. And I made something. And some sort of pasta, and she didn't know that there was seafood in it. I don't think I told her. It wasn't like I, I didn't know that she was allergic. And we're sitting there, and next thing you know, the throat starts closing up, and wow, I was like freaking out. And I mean, it really sucked because it ruined the rest of the night for me. Um, and nothing yeah. happened that night for my ass, but yeah, it's kind of. And then I kind of felt bad too that she was really sick. But, well, that's good. <laughs> Can eat fish or seafood because way back when the Pope's family controlled the fishing business. Look it up. Yes. That's what I've read numerous times. Yeah. That back then, the church kind of wanted to promote the yeah. fishing industry and you know, kind of made this rule about eating fish on Fridays was okay. Yep. Absolutely. And then going to the Marine Corps, love the MREs in the field. I can't imagine this stuff was very good, right? They have fried I, shrimp and steak. I don't and- know. Have you tried that? supposed ice cream that they give the astronauts i have i i did i lived in they florida did? and drove up to uh cape canaveral one time and uh, there you go i tried some of that stuff at a gift shop and it was uh fairly tasty i mean it tasted wow. like vanilla it tasted like chocolate uh-huh. Not like ice cream but uh-huh it was good i really like the show less politics in sports real-time talk well we're gonna get in everything i mean that's yeah. the point you know, well, when thanks, it's time buddy. for the NFL draft, we'll talk about that. Um, but I do want to talk about January 6th next week, too. Yep. I'll try to get a guest on and talk about it. Yep. I know some people that were there, so we'll see if they will. Uh, well, I know one that won't, but um, we'll see if we can get somebody to come on and talk about that. Not a cell phone. I had a girl at McDonald's. Only. John gave me change three times. She still got wrong. She ended up giving me my $5 back. <laughs> Jeez. All right, hey. we're going to take our last break, and then we're going to wrap things up. i got to head to the rec center. You got it. So let's, uh, we'll be back in about two minutes. Hang on. Hey, it's Seth for Smoking Rock and Roll Food Trucks. you got to check them out, man. The food is just unbelievable. Mac and cheese is fantastic. The brisket, everything else is just to die for. you got to check out Smoking Rock and Roll, 605 Clay Parkway in Bay Village. You can give them a call, 216-539-2239 to book a food truck. Uh, you know, find out where they're going to be at. They're going to be all over the place, Come to, especially when the spring and summer hits. It's unbelievable food. They win awards all over the place, run by my good friend uh, Billy Morris uh, and his friend Todd. They're good people, and they make great, great food. you got to check it out. Smoke and Rock and Roll, smokeandrockandroll.com. Guarantees and Signs has become your complete one-stop sign shop. Call Jimmy at 216-299-9344. Their friendly and professional staff can and will help you build your company brand and identity from start to finish. 
One stop means you get a complete package from one location. Custom logo design, vehicle graphics, banners, t-shirts, storefront marquees, and so much more. Aaron Tees and Signs, 4883 Turney Road. Call us at 216-299-9344. Hey, it's up for Audio Bay Studios in Bay Village. And now if you need a podcast done... You got a band, you got to record some stuff. Audio Bay Studios is the place to go. Trained technicians, uh, good management there. I'm telling you, Audio Bay Studios has helped me out tremendously with my podcast. You want to go there, Audio Bay Studios, 605 Clay Parkway in Bay Village. It's right next to, or in the same building, I should say, as Smokin' Rock and Roll. Some of the best barbecue food trucks in town. The best barbecue food trucks in town. Tell me, you got to check out Audio Bay Studios. I know the guy, Chris Aiken. I know the guy, Billy Morris. They're good people. They take care of you. Audio Bay Studios, if you got a podcast that you want to start recording, Audio Bay Studios in Bay Village is the place to be. 605 Clegg Parkway. Give them a call. 216-713-0066. That's 216-713-0066. All right, back here, the Seth Williams Show with Mike Jusoga. Um Going to wrap things up in a couple of minutes here. Um, next week, I do want to talk about January 6th stuff. I'm going to play some videos. We're going to have a little bit of a discussion, try to get a guest on. Again, know some people that were there. They can uh, give some insight on what was actually going on. And, of course, we'll take your calls and messages on that as well. I don't know what the hell people's problem is with not getting on this the show, though. Paul told you how easy yeah, it was. How easy it was. <clears throat> I can figure it out. I'm on the show every week. If I can make it on the show every week, anybody else can. Um, if you have TikTok, we do put up TikTok videos. Uh, Seth Williams podcast on TikTok. Cool. Just look it up. There's a lot of stuff on there. Mike, some of the Mike stand up is on there. Um, there's some funny stuff on the TikTok Seth Williams podcast page there. We get a lot of views. It's kind of interesting to see how many views are actually on the TikTok thing. Cool. Now, I, I got fun. I don't, you're probably not on TikTok. Are, no, you are on TikTok. Yeah, I am. What is it? Mike Jusoka Comedy? Yeah. Mike Jusoka Comedy on TikTok. We're looking for yeah. Right and two things real quick before we have to wrap this up. If you want to see the act live, I'll be at Dunlop's. Corner Tavern on 36th over by Clark uh, on Friday. And there's Where's no that? cover charge. So, where's that? What's it called? Dunlap's Tavern is at uh, West 32nd and Clark, I believe. West 32nd and Clark. All right. Or Lorraine. But anyway, look up Dunlap's Tavern. It's not far from anywhere and it'll be a good show because everybody else I'm on the show with is good too. But the one what thing. Time that start? What time does that start? Uh, it's eight o'clock. It looked, all right. Um, out of all the stories you sent me when we prepped for the show, the one that I didn't want to lose is I want to tip my hat to the guy in Rocky River. Oh, yeah. yeah Here's cool. what the guy does. He's got a giant skeleton in his yard. And after Halloween, he dresses it up for all the other holidays. So right now, that giant skeleton is dressed for St. Patty's Day with a hat and a pot of gold and all that kind of stuff. And his neighbors are pissed off because supposedly it confuses the kids. Well, not his immediate neighbor, but yeah, some of the people in the neighborhood are upset about it. Yeah. You get over it. I mean, give the guy some credit for it's his yard. It's his house. It's his free speech. 
the fact that you're all nervous and this, that, and everything, your property value is not going down. Just shut up, Rocky yeah, River. Leave of that. And now the city is actually trying to, yeah, uh, find some loopholes and the the. To, to make it that he has to take it down and he's right. saying he's re- ready to go to court over over it. Who's trying to get a hold of that guy and see if he'll come on the show? Absolutely. Um, or let's yeah, drive by and get a picture and pay our tribute to the guy. So let's without a doubt. That guy is uh hats off to that guy. You're right, because he's just decorating and it's his friggin' yard. And it's funny. I gotta tell you, you talk about kids getting confused. One of the hilar- most hilarious things I ever saw when I lived in LA, I lived right under the Hollywood sign and right above the Chinese theater. But the neighborhood was full of people and a, a bunch of houses that Walt Disney had made that looked like little uh, snow. But the animators for Snow White and all this, they all got the house back in the day. Make a long story short. The house was near me was bought by a guy who was a, a, a prop maker and a carpenter on Hollywood sets. He went up on his roof with a full sleigh and eight plastic reindeer, and he built this thing that made it look like Santa misjudged the landing, and the sleigh crashed. The sleigh was upside down. There were presents all over the roof. The reindeer were just all scattered everywhere, and Santa's legs were sticking out of the chimney. (laughs) When you drove by that thing at night, first glance and looked it just i the first time i saw it i peed (laughs) but wouldn't you know it that people said all i drive by with my kids and they get scared that santa's not gonna be able to come because they just saw that he crashed yeah well make a long story (laughs) short the guy put it up year after year after year and that had to have been back in late 70s yeah, late 79, 80, no later than that. So that was 45 years ago. Let it go, people. Lighten up. We got to get along. So You know, you know why kids are confused? Uh, because there's guys in dresses reading them stories when they're in kindergarten. And there's another reason, too. I'll agree with you, but there's another reason, too. Some idiot made this up if somebody sends you a text in all capital letters they're yelling at you and the rest of the country went okay and so now teenagers think oh my god look he's yelling at me and i'm going where's my gun that's nuts you don't hear with your eyes and on Get that over. note, we are going to say goodnight. God willing, we'll talk to you again Monday night. Let's we'll break guests on next week as well. Talk a little January 6th and a bunch of other things as well. Have a great rest of the week. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, everybody, Thank you. for listening. Again, email if you want. My email is SethWilliams32 at Yahoo.com. Um, any suggestions about a job for me or any suggestions if you want a Mia Bella gift card? Uh, we will get that info to Tony. And thank you very much again. God willing, next week. Good night, buddy. See you later, man.